Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about barista confessions. Um, probably more gearing to how to be a great coworker or how to develop a great work ethic. Through my experience, having worked with a range of people in a couple of jobs, I was mainly going to focus on like my experience as a barista and kind of rant about like coworkers, customers, the whole shebang. Um, but I think I might also go back into even when I used to work in a movie theater. So like I'm probably going to mesh this all together. I like wrote out kind of everything, all the locations, the people I worked with, what I would want to cover. But a lot of it, now that I'm looking at it, is something I probably want to mention in another podcast. But we'll see how this one goes. Um because I wasn't originally meant to be more so stressing on work ethic, but I think it'd be a good, it's a good thing to kind of talk about and share with people so they're more self-aware of themselves, especially with other people, you know, because common courtesy and consideration ain't really common, so, and teamwork, so let me tell you. <laughs> so I worked um, for a movie theater for about like maybe two to three years, and then as a barista for three to four years, and what I learned a lot about myself is it's the best way. The best way to learn things is just to constantly ask questions, even if you may annoy people like there's no other day like in within reason. What I'm saying is I I, I took me. Why is there fucking ants? Oh, my gosh. Dead ass. I was like, OK, y'all, you know, for my last podcast, when I deep cleaned my kitchen, so many areas of my house for a vegan potluck party. Um, I talk about it more in my last podcast. If you guys listened or if you check out my Instagram, vegan, she craves for like the highlights, details of all that jazz. But anyway, y'all know I deep cleaned. Right. And I deep clean like a motherfucker. So let me know when I see ants coming through, especially like around. So like the corner of the kitchen, one corner has like a plant my dog's food and like it's closest to the opening the back opening to like a deck but like that shouldn't be the reason as to why there's so many ants excessively and like the problem is is that like I kept cleaning every single day you know I would let those ants out how the fuck do you resurrect or come back in you know I would do it every two hours and I'm like are these ants coming from underneath the tiles? Like, what the fuck? And then my family finally came back from um, a two weeks vacation. And then all, all of a sudden they don't show up anymore. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? But um, yeah, so I just saw one right now by my laptop. So that's why I was a little bit annoyed because I'm like, what the fuck? It's like clean. How are you here? But anyway, um, what was I saying? But yeah, so basically when I worked at a coffee shop, it took me four months to finally be a pro at bar like uh, there are different stations where I worked so there would be warming POS registers customer support which is like a lot of restocking cleaning all that jazz in rotations and then there's the bars the hot bar the cold bar for like milkshakes equivalents frappuccinos all that jazz and then um each individual will have like daily deep cleaning tasks so mind you like an entirety of a shift especially at busy locations I worked at three locations and then I were I would cover I would find coverage in other locations when I used to work with this company but um in busy locations it's so difficult to get on top of everything because not only are you like 
managing orders but you're also managing like the areas you're you're in so it's like cleanly it's stocked and all that jazz and even though there's somebody for every single role a lot of what I notice is that like people don't or aren't on top of their own shit and their own tasks or what they need themselves and depend on somebody else to do it or leave their tasks onto somebody else who they know will do it, um, which is bullshit. And you should not be the person. Please don't tell me all that, people. If you are, please, you know, grow, be better because that's not fair to the other person. And also it's not fair to yourself because I've always been like, okay, if you have time in between or if you have the chance to literally get your own stuff, I don't care if it's meant for somebody else. Like a lot of the times those people have so much on their plate. So it's hard to get on, get, get on top of everything. So if you see them or a lot of situations, I would be on top of things in like low, in in like large amounts. Like I would have a large amount in stock and I'm restocking what is necessary. And then when people ask, ask for like something that's like the littlest thing or something they can get themselves, it's so irritating because I'm like, you literally have time or like an arm's length away to reach that over to yourself and it would just get so I would just get me it would get me so annoyed but at the same time like a lot of the times I'm somebody who can always like restock myself I don't want to ask another person um for help but sometimes I know I need to learn to do that more but like I I understand each role or each position so I understand when people can't get to things um all the time like they have to be on top of their own stuff first mentally emotionally physically too before they can even attend to you and it's not as though they're not attending to you because they will get to you they will have you in mind they will notice those things if they are that great of a worker um but if it's something that you can get yourself definitely do that for yourself and put that ease off of the other person so um yeah so a lot of the times and like some of the locations a lot of people couldn't do their own tasks couldn't help themselves um expected someone else to do it and within reason yes everyone has their role so they are given those expectations but to an extent not to there's so many uh, such a big annoyance one of my pet peeves is micromanaging I can't stand people who micromanage other people um especially when they know they're hard workers if they've done the job to the t or they're you know learning like it's one it's one way to um one thing what's it called yeah it's one thing to like give notes or constructive criticism or like hey you know um if it makes it easier rather than people micromanaging so I think it's definitely in the choice of of words and approach and how you communicate with people so you don't make them feel belittled or you're not condescending to speak to them so it's really about like how you go about it and being very respectful of them too because um that's actually quite common but it's like people can't be on their own shit and then be able to expend that extend that forward with other people so it's proper teamwork rather than every other ship sinking and everyone's depending on that one person you know what I'm saying so everyone had their own stations their rotations even if you're at your station what I learned in those four months is that you're able to extend that to other stations like who cares if people are on other stations like if you see something that needs to get done and you can do that you have time to do that you're just standing there then go fucking do it like I I understand like people who like don't give a shit like they don't have to be that person a lot of times they can be lazy they don't give a shit why should they work if like 
I mean, that's their job and just being a considerate human being. But like a lot of times people are like, I'm not going to do that just to like please or whatever when I just want to do nothing. But like, oh God. <laughs> but like to those people, it's like one of those things when like those usually are the people to complain about working at all or having those long shifts and things are going like the hours are going slow, even during like busy hours. It's like, it's just something in my mind where it's like, I personally just like to find things to do, not because I want to do them, but because I genuinely just want the time to fucking fly by because I'm going to get the fuck out of there. So it's kind of like maybe that would be a good approach in trying to like allow yourself to help others by thinking, you know, if I do these things, best believe these minutes are going to go faster than me being on my phone doing nothing, not wanting to extend myself physically to do that cleaning or all that jazz or all those tasks even though that's on the same um it's on the same expectations of the physical bodies of everybody else on the floor during that shift or for later so basically what I'm trying to say or describe to you guys is something one coworker literally simplified for me perfectly she basically would just say you know if you're not trying to make my job easier, our jobs easier, then, like, get the fuck out of here because that's the whole point. Like, we're just trying to make our jobs easier for ourselves and for each other because that's literally the only way we can enjoy ourselves with this work, get through the shifts, make it so much easier for ourselves, and to allow ourselves to kind of just also have those times or breaks to stand around when it is slow or be more at ease when it is busy because we trust everybody's on top of each other um so everything moves smooth smoothly so it's just it's just very unfortunate when you do have those individuals who don't have that mentality or don't have that um sense of urgency um help they don't understand having the responsibility of doing their own tasks and then in addition doing that teamwork because that's just how there's just a rhythm I've learned there's always a rhythm that always works so perfectly and it's so enjoyable too like you'll enjoy your time a lot more than you would if you're thinking about oh I have to do all this just this shit why can't this person spend that those two seconds to do this even if it may be on my own task if they're not doing anything like ad registers if no people are coming to them um so I hated that because it's just like it's 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 not like putting, like, thinking that other person, like, you're teaching somebody else that they don't have to do those tasks. It's just genuinely, like, people helping each other out to make, like, my, like my coworker said, to make everybody's jobs easier, to make my job easier. Because who wants to, like, overextend themselves? Who wants to be exhausted? Who wants to have to go to physical therapy, like me, um, from doing all this bullshit every single day? And just to clarify, in case anybody's confused if I mean like, oh, do their tasks or whatever, if you finished yours, it's more so just the teamwork aspect, making everybody's job easier. And this is a perfect example that comes to mind that better clarifies this. Um, So for instance, um, so for like the people on register who may not have any customers there, or even if so, but it's not as bad, um, they are able to brew their own straight coffees right behind them. Whereas the other person on customer support who's responsible for that and rotations are handling so, 
like restocking, um, refilling liquids, whipped creams, and all of these other tasks that need to be attended to. Like they have so much on their plate that they need to immediately give attention to that it's hard to keep on top of everything um, in these rotations. And the idea of standard rotations and everything should happen. Like people don't know the reality of things. Shit happens. Life happens. Now everything's going to be to the T. Um, but for, but basically what I'm saying is like for that person who's responsible also for that brewing of coffee, those people on register can literally just get off register and brew their own coffee. And it literally takes like a few, like two or three minutes, um, and probably like less than a minute to actually prep it. And it always irked me when there was two people on register and it was dead and not one of them can get off their own station and the owner to brew the coffee or handle other stations or things that they would see that need restocking. But they knew the other person um, was just under a, like a, buck, a buttload of like things that needed to be done. Um, so or having to wait if they're out on a trash run. So it's just really that concept, if that makes more sense. Um, when I say like do your own tasks, but also help the other person, so everybody's job can be easier. Teamwork, everything's at a flow, and and at a flow of where you're able to do that. You're competent. You're able to literally step off. You don't even need need two people people at register. Like you're able to step off and see that and get these things done, you know? So I think it's more so the concept of having that balance, a well-rounded environment. That's the word. This balance that's very well-rounded. And a lot of the times the problem I've noticed because in many of these locations there are there are managers who are amazing. I've only probably met like one or two, honestly. Um and everybody else sucks but like supervisors a couple supervisors are amazing others suck but you know you know those people who you're just you just don't you just roll your eyes the second they like uh, they get on the floor or everybody looks at each other and makes a comment like nobody's happy like everybody's energies just drops I hate that feeling I hate that environment I hate that atmosphere because you don't have a smooth sailing ship like not that you're designating that person as a t- captain, but that person is supposed to ease everybody and know everybody and know how everybody works so they can attend to what they want to do, how they can rotate everybody and w- in between breaks, not putting somebody on certain stations for the straight eight hours, like really understanding how everything functions, how every individual is as a person, how they work and how like everyone can be rotated. And this is can be... A lot of people have the misconception of, okay, everybody's, this person's good at this thing, this person's good at this thing, I'm just going to put them on there for the entirety of the shift for the rest of the 40 hours of this week and the months moving forward, but the problem is that, the problem with that is that even those, even if those people are amazing at that, that doesn't mean they're happy, like, and it's not, because the thing is, like, they're, they're if they're great at those things, it usually happens to be just like it takes a toll because they're on those those stations for the longest of hours consistently knowing they can be rotated to other stations where they can just take a break or be more at ease with the tasks that need to be done so a lot of people won't move to certain stations where they feel like it, it it's a call for more work and in comparison to certain stations it depends because like I say like it may seem like a lot of work so people don't choose to be in those positions so they end up always choosing the same people but then they're miserable because in comparison they're like why are we doing a lot more work than other people 
And then why is it that when we are at these stations, we're able to rotate when the right people with the right work ethic come on? Because not only are we able to do our own shit, but we're able to rotate like everything because we all know we can like handle every station to the T. We're on top of things. And not only are we on top of our own things, when we're not like necessarily on top of everything, but we are always like determined, you know, doing our best. We can trust everybody else on the floor to help us out by extending themselves as a team so like one station can help out the other station like people move around and all that jazz so that's why I always hated like people are like oh stay at your station because I think that's bullshit if you can uh, if you can help somebody out if you know that you're on top of your own stuff and you can extend that forward to somebody else or in between of what you're doing definitely go for it um usually a lot usually I was the person to do that a lot because I knew how to I knew how like the store navigated like when I need to get back to my place how fast I work I work really quickly and like who needed what so I I'm like had like the schematic or blueprint in my mind and I'm very much on top of everything um I, I wasn't a supervisor I would have been a bomb ass supervisor except the thing is I can't handle customer complaints or anything like that like I just get too shook because I'm like well, what the fuck do you want me to do with you because I don't want people I don't like the concept of the customers always right because a lot of the times from what I've experienced it's manipulation and taking advantage and the second they get something one time they think they can continuously get it and it should just be a given thing when really it sometimes just means people are just being nice so they're going to give you these freebies here and there or give you this compensation but that shouldn't be expected as a norm um nor as a standard of policy a lot of the times it's just us trying to get you the fuck out of this place or trying to attend the best individually we are able to so um it's not like common amongst nationally or internationally like that idea of a concept of that it's just genuinely the individual of the person introvert extrovert um however they can handle you know it's all that jazz like it's so different like that that interaction per person that you can't really expect that from everybody so and like don't take advantage of that so that's like I guess another customer thing but honestly I could go on and on about like coworkers, customers but I think what I mainly am trying to aim at is for you guys to understand maybe and maybe you guys have this maybe you guys are hard workers have great work ethics don't micromanage everybody like know how to work as a team and with a certain rhythm without selfishness being self-centered um and understanding everybody may need help and hoping that that will be reciprocated in return and if not like maybe sometimes that needs to be communicated I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to communicate it as often as I wish I did at the last location I worked at because I just couldn't with a lot of the people who I just knew would just wouldn't do it or just would have attitude even if they were asked to help you even though you offered help all the time without them even asking so I know a lot of people aren't like that I definitely learned a lot about people (laughs) and the different ranges of people but I always still had faith in people and saw the good in people but I definitely learned later especially having left like needing boundaries and just saying no and just not overextending or just taking my time if everybody just doesn't seem to want to help and there's so many tasks put onto you but another energy drainer is just other people like I said micromanaging or asking you if you're on top of things but you're just like you just want everybody to just be friends and just work in a rhythm where everyone's helping each other out not trying to be like do you do this 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 did you do that 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 and then it's like okay but then where were you when you when I needed this 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 and that 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 so it's just like 
hypocritical but anyway um with like the first location it took me four months to learn bar because there was not much training in the beginning and also what I learned is like everyone has their own processes and to respect those processes and I understand there may be standard I hated people who were like such Hitler dictator like individuals who were like standard standard or like couldn't be lenient about moving about move floating around the space because that's how something can function and everybody like respect everybody's processes if their work ethics are great if they're trying to help everybody if they're hard workers if they're trying to be on top of everything because a lot of the times um people are trained by different people people are like trained different cheats and tricks and that may be frowned upon depending on what the cheats or chicks are for other people but if again if it makes your job easier and gives you the same results taste all that jazz then why should it like be a problem but um you know a lot of people just like to waste time when it's about urgency and trying to be most effective and oh my gosh (laughs) I know this is like a lot but um yeah but I'm going back to like literally my point of like the four months thing I didn't have much training so I had to learn from every single person in the first location I worked at and that first location was at a mall that mall today is nothing like it was years ago years ago it was constantly busy lines at the door it was a big space it was completely packed it was like we were all sweating dying mistreated by customers like thrown things at us spoken terribly cursed at um by these impatient rich and privileged individuals like the last location I worked at was so funny because all the customers never gave me a problem never it was just certain co-workers or majority of the co-workers whereas the first two locations all the other locations or that area I worked in um all the customers were the problems and like co-workers I mean there were co-workers I just wasn't fond of and then of course the co-workers I love who I loved being scheduled with on shift with um I really only had like one manager I can remember who I really really loved managers most of the time like the ones I've experienced always were terrible sucked but the first one was like so disgusting but um one of the one one manager he moved to California but I absolutely loved him he knew how to schedule everybody who they wanted to be with he was great with like customers like with speaking with them he'd be out and about like he'd help us out on the floor he wouldn't be somebody stuck in the back doing nothing um so I loved him he was honestly one of my favorites there were assistant managers I loved and supervisors but not everybody there's always like select few from each location or even like places I've covered but it's interesting just to see how people navigate and different work ethics are and people don't have those things in mind and a lot of the times like I remember one location where a lot of the workers were being shit on but I told them like genuinely from when I worked with them it's different from other places where I worked with shitty worth ethic oriented people because who would either be lazy, manipulative, or just purposely pretend to be stupid, but, um, with that location, the, the workers genuinely just didn't know what to do, they looked like they had a longing, or they would do, they would do something, or they, you know, it was just that, like, they, they, they seemed like very great workers, and they had the potential of great work ethic, and it was in them, but I saw that they genuinely just didn't know what to do, or what, products were worked on certain products for cleanliness they just genuinely didn't know the system they didn't know what what to do like how they can navigate themselves what tasks needed to be done so it was genuinely just them not knowing so I remember speaking to that manager or supervisors and saying you know like they are great workers they just don't have they don't they just don't know you know what I'm saying they just need to be properly trained or 
taught because for me the first four months like I annoyed oh my gosh everyone to the T because I was stuck warming I was like it, it irked me it like kills me in the inside but then again I was such a people pleaser at the time and I'm a lot healthier now so it would probably be different but I would still feel that irkness of knowing I can see everybody here I can see a lot of people's energies how people can get to their breaking points when they're close to that when's a good perfect time to let people off let people off station so they can chill move into something new so everything's like changing rather than them being strained for long periods of time or doing certain things like I can tell each individual's energies or moods or breaking points and it killed me those beginning months when I wasn't able to really be properly trained or learn or practice because it was such a busy environment um so I would mostly did mid shifts and night shifts but I think I ended up doing morning shifts later on in the other locations I did morning shifts because it was so much easier for me with school but in those in the first location I think I just rotated a lot because um it was like a lot of time was in the summer I think but um I just remember like just feeling I just hated the feeling of not being able to help anybody when I could see them needing that help and nobody else is helping them nobody else is seeing that they're not going to be asking those people because you know not everybody feels comfortable asking other people for help but they shouldn't have to ask for help if you know that to be that know them to be those people or if you're just a considerate person you just offer help regardless um and it's reciprocated but depending on the person of course but I remember I would feel terrible because I'm like I could see what they need I could see what 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 I could do but I just don't know how to do it and it would kill me so for those four months I would just annoy the shit out of every single person um when it was like like a lot slower or even during busy hours actually but like I would ask questions all the time every five seconds um I would practice and have to deal with people's bullshit you know if they were trying to micromanage me but I'm like learning um and then again there's a way to go about teaching versus micromanaging because micromanaging is a lot more condescending making people feel like they don't know what they're doing when they do or they have an experience what they experience I see actually micromanaging as another form of gaslighting now that I think about it and I think it feels so terrible to be micromanaged especially from other individuals oh my gosh I remember so many like remember a couple of individuals who I trained or worked um alongside but they started a lot later than I did and then when they moved up into those positions of being a supervisor and such which I never moved up into because I just felt like I could never devote that out those hours um because I wanted to prioritize prioritize school and a different career but at the end of the day I still fucking like worked like a full-time person um but again with the customer interaction thing but you know these people would try to manage me or other people who've done it for years and all that jazz and I was like that's fucked up and that's gaslighting that's the worst micromanaging I've ever witnessed or especially if like new people come into those locations and they just assume because they're new to that location they're new in general when they've done this shit for so many years and just in different locations so there's so many like factors and like uh situations that goes into this that hopefully I'm narrowing down and being very specific in tackling because it's just like oh my gosh but oh god anyway back to just like learning those four months one 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 um 
one, I think, supervisor, assistant manager who I used to have a crush on from a different location would say to me, like, you know, everybody got to start from somewhere. So it made me feel a lot better hearing that because it did take me four months. And when I finally got there, I excelled past the people who didn't have the work ethic or that longing to want to learn more or be um, at different stations or, you know, want to try to help other people. So I was able to be like a pro. I was a star. I was so happy because I was able to do everything else. I was able to be more flexible in all of these different stations that I could be put on. And not, and most importantly, I could help everybody else to ease their day. I could ease their day. Um, but the thing is, a lot of the times, depending on, again, if it's a great team, it will ease each other's day. But most of the time, especially with terrible customers, I felt like I was people-pleasing, easing when it was taking more of a toll on me, like an empath absorbing other people's energies, absorbing how others are feeling just to make it everybody at ease because it I hated seeing that. But also, I felt like that was the only extent of control I could have um, amongst everybody. But also, that's not my job. That's the person who's above me's job but they're just terrible at their job or they're just never here so um it really just depends on who you work with but I think the message again like is have that great work ethic and really be that person for other people have it be reciprocal you know like have that rhythm help yourself in order to help others and constantly be looking to be on top of things a great thing a great way to enhance work ethic is constantly looking for something to do having that sense of urgency and knowing kind of like what needs to get done but like in what order is best to tackle it kind of like I know I have to do all these lists but all these lists but like which one will take like which one will be the most sufficient that I can get done quickly or which one's gonna take a longer amount of time that could be done at a specific point in the shift that will make it most efficient not only amongst me but forever the people won't be so extraneous of like my own energies and won't have like everyone annoyed because you're not doing other things but like like <laughs> like I really I really wish I could just specifically speak more on like where I worked I mean I mentioned in previous podcasts I could talk about it now but just in case um like I wish I could say exactly what I went through the people or the tasks but I don't want to like be too specific um but yeah so that was like the first location and like picking up other people's slack was shit like I like now like I was like that's why I quit my last job also because I'm like I physically can't one two I'm miserable my energy is always low um and I only love like a very few people here but I'm barely scheduled with them anymore and I'm tired of picking up other people's slacks slack I'm tired of being micromanaged when I'm the person who literally like does everything and those people don't and I never call out and when I called out I would always get shamed or like I would feel bad about it when it would be so easy for those people who don't do as much work or at all so I like really was fed up with it so I left I probably could have transferred somewhere else but I also wanted just a new start and especially with my acting so um yeah honestly it was like interesting I was like if I could just put together all the people I loved and loved working with and met from all these different locations into one location I would have like um, I would have been in paradise it would have been so much fun been so much laughter um everything would be so much easier it would just be like a loving 
fun environment. It wouldn't be like another corporate, miserable coffee shop kind of job. It would just be so much fun with the right people. But I remember talking to a coworker about this because I was saying, you know, how amazing that would be and they were agreeing and I think it's just more so wanting to ease the moments that we're living in now because it is miserable but like if it was amazing I mean that would be amazing and everybody should have that healthy environment I'm not saying that should not exist that should totally exist I wish that existed more in every place of work but obviously people all come from different backgrounds and um work ethics and how they are as a person so blah dee da da but I was saying and you know I mean, I, as much as I want to agree with it, I wouldn't do that what if because I we would still be there. We would still be probably never leaving that job ever. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like you probably would have been stuck there forever, never advancing yourself moving forward in other professions you actually wanted to do because everything's so comfortable and perfect here. So I just left because it was one of those things where it's just like, I know I'm a hard worker. I'm amazing. Just like very selective few people I've worked with in these different locations and I would feel bad because I'm like they deserve so much better they should do these other professions and it's not that these um this isn't a profession that's professional or shouldn't be respected at all of course it is of course it should be respected of course it can be a lifelong career and that's amazing but that's just not what I want to do that's not what these individuals want to do but I knew that they deserve so much better than being treated this way by customers by coworkers, like just having to be in this toxic state so like that's why I left because I believed I deserved so much better and it's funny because now I go in and out of like can, do I deserve or am I worthy of the career that I want to do but I lo- a lot of the times I have to remind myself like I just need more experience it's just like those four months once I get through those four months I can be a star I can be a pro and I can enjoy what I'm doing and I can just like be more at ease and then be with the right people so it's just like me having to understand that those four months have not been completed yet and I'm still in this process and I want to enjoy it just as much as I enjoyed it then and other things that I've done or learned because you feel so much it feels like euphoric in a way when you finally get everything down and then you can expand more creatively from that place so that's like my best analogy or a lot of the times I need to give myself that pep talk because um I forget a lot of the times like I that I deserve a lot better in life or I deserve because I'm such a kind empathetic encouraging person but also I need to be that person for myself I can't just do that for others I need to do that most importantly for myself first so I know I still have to a lot of times you know it's interesting because I go back to listen to my own podcasts and it does help me because it gives me those Um, tactics those techniques and those discussions I need to be reminded that I find on Twitter whenever I need them tarot readings um, books I've read even the books I've read where I'm like this helped me tremendously you know you have those days after where it's just like you completely almost forgot everything so I always try to exercise or remind myself or go back to them um, because I just want to be able to constantly be improving I don't want to go back I don't want to feel stuck I want to be able to just like you know heal myself and improve moving forward and exercise those beliefs in those states that I was in like again I've mentioned most multiple times about having drawbacks and that's totally fine but I never want to forget 
the concepts that allowed me to move forward and having to be constantly reminded of that and remember that most importantly that feeling of knowing that you deserve better that you are worthy that you are creative that you are amazing because that's something that I need to constantly remind myself um because I just want to be in that state of euphoria but um something I read actually I was going to do another podcast episode about this but I'll probably just mention this now because it was just something that I needed a big reminder about because I was talking um I was, I was, I was, like, reading, not talk, talking, but, I mean, I was talking to a friend about this, um, when, like, speaking to, like, your heroes or all that jazz, and, like, self-worth is just being able to engage with them, rather than, I read on Twitter, somebody posted, it's being, it's being able to engage with them, rather than audition for people, that's the difference between self-worth, and I was reading, um, a book by Stanislavski, talking about self-possession, and, yeah, I was talking to another friend about improv and all that jazz and just being more present and why I didn't do as well as I could have. Um, and I had to do a lot with self-possession. So it was like, <laughs> the first thing you need to do is to relax your muscles. And I used to have the worst anxiety attacks. Now I think it's a lot better, but I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if it came back. But one thing I've never done, even in yoga that I learned is like, I've never like relaxed my muscles. How else am I supposed to be at ease creatively? How else am I supposed to be creative and access my subconscious if I'm not grounded, if I'm not relaxed, if I'm not, not saying confident, but like more so self-contained, self-possessed. So when I heard the word self-possession, it was something that I wanted to look more into. So it was just being able to, the practical methods, Stanislavski wrote is relax your muscles focus on an object so that could be grounding or in your work and then move slowly towards like the objectives all that crafting that has you on this line of continuity towards this super objective like your goals and it's constantly these little segments attaching themselves to this line that leads you to that goal and in my mind I thought of like the through line or the continuity line that's just a straight line that leads to that super objective or that goal overall I saw that as like a big magnet and these little segments the units the objectives all this work that we do the muscles being having to be relaxed number one muscles breathing I forget to do that and that's always step number one and I was like you know what what if I just stop skipping step number one I just a lot of the times I'm just like what the fuck girl you know this (laughs) where are you at right now but um it does take time but um just to not tense up, just to be at ease, be free. Um, so all of these little segments would just start to attract themselves to this magnet, but they're all a part, they all are a part of this grand scheme, just in specificity, enable, in order to move forward towards this, uh, this goal, this super objective. They all may be in separate different directions and parts, scenes, situations, but they all connect to this this line this magnet of continuity they all meant to lead us forward through life through this experience and then to where we hope to manifest or not end up not that there's an end but where we are meant to be led to is a great way to kind of describe it It, yes it was just all of it is just meant to lead you to moving forward toward that place and continue so self-possession um (laughs) not only that but like another tweet was like lazy and procrastination is a disease which is so true and it prevents us from reaching our highest form and I mentioned this in other podcasts like self-sabotage but um it's it's just like 
again, the self-possession thing also for me at least is, is that completely like, um, it's just being able to know yourself and be able to take care of yourself, like self-love, take caring, relaxing those muscles, um, focus, let focus on that object and then your physical actions and then working your inner craft forces, moving forward creatively, your subconscious, but then also like giving yourself permission and knowing you deserve it. Um, and know that you, you not to, this is a big thing I forgot to, knowing not to attach your value to, to anything. Don't attach your value to even good things or bad things. Um, and practical meth, other methods and techniques are affirmations, listening to certain hurts that allow you to be more motivated rather than procrastinate, which I actually did today, which actually did help me. Um, and it's more so just having that to-do list to know what exactly needs to get done or what exactly I can do. Um, so, like, I have a work ethic, but it's just on my own time. I just have been struggling. Um, but, again, like, it's kind of just, like, that quantum physics of having those jobs at, either at a theater or a coffee shop where you know measurably what you need to be what you need to get done and measurably knowing your rewards of when that's finished um, when you're moving forward, accomplishment, accomplishing whilst in these creative spaces or when you're working for yourself or trying to find your place in the world during this post-grad funk, <laughs> you're, um, you don't have those measurable places. Like, yes, you kind of do, but like a lot of the times you don't. It's not as measurable. It's, it's, it's that quantum physics of it can't be as measurable. It's more so free flying in a way if that makes sense it's just it's just it's just it's just not as, yeah I just can't say it's 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 not as tangible it's not like tangibly measured if that's the best way to describe it but um yes so self-possession such a big one um I was also thinking that too because with the auditioning for somebody and then versus engaging with them reminded me kind of like that engagement with the comedian and what I take accountability for because I genuinely just like didn't feel I guess perfectly well done said Stanislavski self-possessed because I just wasn't self-possessed I was confident at that day I was actually like in my in my zone like I was good but I guess in that moment it was just like oh I don't want to communicate with this person but um and then in that moment, it just became, oh, okay, I'm not self-possessed now. So it just was a not so great interaction. Um, but I'm going to see that person again. I know I said in a previous podcast, oh, let's see next time if I'm going to see him again. I'll let you guys know next time. I might. He's coming back like in a few weeks to do another show because I do love his platform and all this jazz. Um, he's a Virgo. I respect him. But that doesn't mean I have to like him. <laughs> but um shout out astrology twitter but um yeah so i'll let you know how that goes if i i'm not gonna meet him after the show but if the universe wants me to um i'll let y'all know if that interaction happens because i will not do that i will not do that but if the universe wants me to and for a good podcast episode i'll let y'all know if that happens but yeah so um that was my experience working at a coffee shop. I could go on and on, honestly, and um, more about the people or the customers. Like, I kind of want to do another episode about, like, um, reacting to certain, like, confessions, like, barista confessions or um, situations or when customers do this or that or ask for these things. It's just also not only as a coworker, I think also not only with this mentality I've been, spe- I've been speaking about throughout the entirety of this episode, um, 
with the team and being a great team player but also as a customer understanding that understanding so many people have so much on their plate going on not only that's presently there but also what's not even there in the shop like what's going on in their own individual lives and having all these tasks to do and it's not to like ease the attention away from people who don't do their job I'm trying to make this so everybody can be better at what they do um and be more considerate to other people and a great worker um but no matter what place they may be just to make everybody's job easier and your job easier but like and be more respectful and considerate but like just as customers with that same mentality for these coworkers I've been talking about I want that to be in the mind of customers like you guys who go to these places and understanding patience understanding patience understanding it's okay if things go wrong with your orders or things go wrong in general um not to take it personally like don't take anything personally um but it's and it's okay to communicate and having those boundaries and let's say I mean obviously like some people aren't going to be always respectful if if they're on as the employee or if they're on the other side of the counter as a customer and then that's when you don't take shit but you just still communicate just like what you need what you want and then like all that jazz um but yeah so obviously not everyone's going to be perfect we're all learning we're all growing but just don't be an asshole yeah just don't be an asshole to customers don't be an asshole to workers um but hopefully customers you guys will now have that mentality of knowing everything that goes on (laughs) in our minds bodies souls everything when we enter and clock the fuck in and want to clock the fuck out um and that we have lives outside of that place um and not to take advantage or any of that bullshit i hated oh i hated customers to take advantage so fucking annoying um but and it's not anyway but yeah and at the movie theater it was just similar it was a lot slower of a job um but definitely there were just annoyances here and there but i just can't remember them at the moment um because it was such a long time ago if i put myself back into that place i probably could um if i think about certain people but it's just just not being an asshole just understanding where everybody's coming from and yeah just being being apart from these barista confessions of an episode um going back to self-possession just being able to improve on self-possession and be able to bring that work ethic past that place into your own personal life in those passion projects that you want to pursue um like me here with my podcast (laughs) but yeah so thank you guys for listening to another episode of where the magic happens my name is michelle and i hope you guys did enjoy this episode i hope i covered a lot um for educated reasons and 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 entertainment entertaining reasons um hopefully i entertained you guys but um and if i talk oh my gosh i feel like i haven't breathed like i'm like (gasps) like that whole time because of everything that's coming into mind all at once more than what i've just written out but um yeah so also if you want to work in certain like coffee shops or movie theaters check the area i recommend going to those places seeing how the areas are seeing how their hours go when what their busy hours look like um i don't recommend working in a mall fuck the mall unless it's like some dead ass mall um don't fucking work there because it, it will kill you <laughs> but um actually the mall like i said the mall like then versus now like the mall's nothing like that like i have a coworker who still works there um from years ago and she says like it's nothing the way it used to be like the line's dead they're barely out the door and the customers is barely a problem and the tasks aren't as bad because there's nobody there so you have more time to do them um 
and you don't have like assholes to work for or with so it's definitely change at that location but definitely just be mindful of where you're going who you're working with and um knowing a sense of urgency is so important and having patience um as respectively the coworker, um, worker or the customer so yeah <laughs> hopefully i helped you guys out you enjoyed this episode and thanks so much for listening i'll i'll get back with you guys next tuesday <laughs> i was like wait how do i how do i phrase this i listen to you guys or like i'll come back out with you guys with another episode of where the magic happens next tuesday <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening um oh now i get it thank you guys so much for listening i'll see you guys next tuesday that's it bye (laughs) all right so i'm post editing myself back in just as an update because after i filmed this episode um i was telling one of my friends you know i talk about this a lot i sent her a long voice note um but i just want to move my body more like mentally great but i want to do more things physically i'm gonna just edit my podcast remake my vision board and then just submit to auditions without even looking so there was a lot happening and after I finished filming the podcast so I think it's just more so wanting to bring myself back to center wanting to vibrate higher and feeling like I am moving forward um and not feel so discouraged if I'm not and if so if that's the problem then I need to take more leaps I need to take more risks and I just gotta keep at it you know I gotta change change more like I this one I need to actively do and like calling back to the lazy um procrastination lack of productivity and the solutions for that self-possession in the craft and being able to really apply my work ethic moving forward because I have it like I have that um drive that creativity the subconscious it's just trusting myself and taking those steps even further um also remembering everything that i've learned and uh, continuing to apply it so so i'm gonna play you guys what she responded with because i think she narrowed it down so perfectly and if there's any of you out there who needs to hear this as well um just as a reminder or really to push yourself forward or just how she simplifies this is amazing so i'm gonna play what she says excuse me i'm like yawning um i'm not tired i made a kale tofu three bean mixed salad i'm stuffing my face with kale because my vibrations need some greens so this is what she says i mean to be honest with you maybe it's a good thing that you finish one thing and you still feel unproductive maybe that just means that your threshold for productivity has gone up and now you're just unsatisfied or dissatisfied i think it is with just doing what you consider now to be the bare minimum and that could be a good thing it could just mean that you know you you could step up a notch and you feel like you could do more with your days which is a good point to reach to be honest with you so she says that so perfectly thank you so much manali and when she used the word threshold i actually don't know what that word means so i'm going to read you guys the google dictionary version of it because i really love the way it's um it's described so threshold means 
The magnitude or intensity that must be exceeded for a certain reaction, phenomenon, result, or condition to occur, occur, to occur, to occur, or be manifested. I love that. The magnitude or intensity that must be exceeded for a certain reaction, phenomenon, result, or condition to occur or be manifested. I love that word now. I didn't know that was, I, I knew, I've heard of this word before, I just didn't know what it actually meant, but thank you again. Like, I love that it's simplified, so hopefully this ties everything all together. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that really helps a lot of you guys out too.